So Haley Sebo Cleveland, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a while. I think the last time we hung out was when you actually spoke at our virtual high school retreat at yes. ICS Lima. You were one of our guest speakers. You led a you led a, a group session. That was really cool. Thank you so much for that. And before that, it was probably when you were it was a, a couple freshman. Years. <laughs> yeah, and I was graduating yeah. or something. Yeah, so awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. This is really exciting. I'm excited to, to talk about your book, Truth Adored, Pursuing Life's Deeper Purpose. That looks really awesome. And I'm excited. Like, first off, congratulations. I know that that had been a dream since we were hanging out um, in the Definitely. kitchen. And, um, and we got this cool giveaway. So um, really excited about the giveaway. The first giveaway on my end. So this is exciting for me. I'm excited for one person to get a free chance at this book that's super awesome and uh, yeah so this is just going to be a really great time so Haley before we dive into uh, Truth Adorned and I would for like personal reasons I really want to pick your brain about the whole writing process and also what the book is actually about but uh, kind of give us a little bit more of a broader context um, who are you and you know where did you grow up that all that kind of information for our listeners today yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Haley Cleveland. I grew up in small town, Iowa, um, in the Midwest, moved down to Pennsylvania right before I graduated high school. And then as you know, I ended up staying there for college, met my husband after, well, met him before college, didn't date him until after college. And we've now been married almost two years, which is crazy um and just enjoying doing life together doing ministry together and everything that comes along with that that's really cool and I'm not gonna lie when I saw that you and Scott were dating it was kind of out of left field because like I had never seen you guys hang out I'm like huh cool <laughs> like I see it now but uh but yeah yeah um, how did you guys connect so, so funny. I, I think both of us would say, you know, when I met, I was in high school, he was student body president of the college. And we initially met because I was looking at the school. Um, so obviously I had no idea I'm talking to my future husband or anything like that. And we, you know, I, I was able to stay friends with him throughout school, um, but really didn't hang out at all. He was older than me. And when he graduated, he worked at CSU for a couple of years, and then he transitioned to work at his church. So I applied for his job at the school. And in that like two to three months of overlap, that's actually when he asked me out. So from meeting him to actually going out on our first date, it had to be like four or five years. So definitely crazy how God works. <laughs> That's that's really cool. That's really cool. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've been wondering about that for a while. <laughs> awesome. So so that's yep. good. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I ever have really had a chance to ask you this before, uh, but, you know, you've always come off as like really godly, really in sync, you know, really faithful in your church. And, you know, we've had scatterings of good conversations about Jesus, whether that was, you know, um, in classes or talking about different classes or when we worked in the kitchen together. Um, so you've always seemed really legit, but I don't know if 
I've ever heard how you became a Christian. Um, yeah. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of giving me like a little bit of a rundown of your testimony and how all that happened. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I had the blessing really of growing up um, in a home. My dad was a pastor. He is a pastor. My mom homeschooled us. So I was just really blessed to be exposed to the gospel from a very young age. And I was pretty young. I don't really remember my exact age when I accepted Christ, but I was pretty young. Um, and I understood that I was a sinner and Jesus had died on the cross for my sins and rose again. And I made the decision to receive Jesus as my savior um, when I was a child. And then through that whole growing up process, you know, being the pastor's kid, kind of being thrown into church and seeing the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, as you do when your parents are in ministry. Um, but just being exposed to all that growing up uh, really was such a blessing for me um, just to serve and see things and just God really used that time in my life um, just to give me burdens, I guess, for people and for the church um, through, through that whole time. Awesome. So do you remember a distinct time where you made that decision? Because I really don't. <laughs> Um, and I always like yeah. to ask other PKs or MKs, like, how distinct <laughs> is it? For me, it just kind of feels like a slow immersion. And at one point when I was like nine or 12, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is pretty personal. Um, right. What was it like for you? So I do have a couple memories. Um, and they, you know, I remember I was with my mom and we were going through a book, a children's book by John MacArthur. So I remember it was that book we were going through. And I have like a, just a very vivid memory of being on the sitting on the floor with her looking at one page, I think that talked about creation. So I, I have very specific memories, but definitely the whole particular moment is a little bit fuzzy for sure, since it was so long ago. Well, it's good to know that I'm not completely alone on that. <laughs> I'm not remembering when I specifically asked Jesus, but um, awesome. And so you were in Iowa, you went to college, and correct me if I'm wrong, but did you major in communications or mm -hmm. literature or something? What exactly was your major? Yeah, I was communications writing was my major. And did we have classes together or were we just kind of like in the same circles of, because you were a few years. Yeah, I don't know that under. we had classes together. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, when did you graduate? Fourteen, fifteen. Okay, yeah. So that's when I started. So we might have yeah. overlapped just for a couple of semesters. Yeah, and uh, but before that, we were working in the kitchen together, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that's probably when we talked a lot about. And I think we had a lot of the same mutual friends that we ended up in these yeah. conversations about different authors that we liked and poetry and what we were kind of all working on. Yeah, it was a really good time. Yeah, and. Um, which kind of brings us to the book, Truth Adorned, Pursuing mm -hmm. Life's Deeper Purpose. So how did you have the idea to write this devotional? And can you explain to us a little bit about the setup? Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't able to, not going to lie, I wasn't able to spend as much time in the document, in the PDF as I would have liked, but it does seem like it has like 
a smaller chapter with uh, thoughtful devotional like questions and every chapter kind of leads you through a different uh, meditation, a different theme with these reflection points and it looks very, very cool. Um, so how did, what, what was the, the seed of this idea and how did it come to fruition? Yeah, so it's kind of a, a funny story and a kind of a funny process, at least for me it is. Um, the actual topic of this was all the way back through college and through my own personal time with the Lord. Um, I guess one semester I picked Titus to go through just, you know, in my own personal study and took notes on that and just really learned a lot from that process. Um, and then I think it was the next year I was a senior and I was going to my dad's church and he said, Hey, we have a need for someone just to lead um, a class for like the college age women. So he gave me the opportunity and I'm like, okay, like I've never done this before. I don't know what I can talk about. And since I just spent all that time studying Titus, that was just a natural kind of topic for me to talk about. So I did some more study and kind of started creating lessons and, you know, walk through Titus with the college girls, which was really fun and stretching uh, for me and probably for them. Uh, so anyway, so I did that and um, didn't really like I kept all my notes and didn't really have any thoughts as to what I would do with that in the future. And I graduated. Um, I did an internship with regular Baptist press. And after my internship, they kind of approached me and said, um, Hey, we are looking for new authors for our women's Bible studies. And if you want to submit a proposal, like, you know, definitely do that. And we could review that. So I'm like, yes, I want to do that. Like that's been my dream. And you know, again, I go back to, okay, like, what do I even write about? And I had all my notes on Titus. Um, so that there was a natural foundation there for that. So that's kind of what started that whole process. Um, as far as the topic goes. So kind of cool. I didn't really, when I was studying it on my own and even teaching it, didn't really have any thoughts as to something else coming out of it. So it's cool to see that happen. It's really cool how the Lord just kind of knitted all of that together. You know, nothing really went to waste. One thing led to another. Very awesome. Yeah. And what was it like taking those Sunday school lessons and turning them into an actual devotional book? Like on a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, for a lot of this, you were working at the college. You only recently... Um, left to launch into this new thought by this new sorry that was Spanglish um, this new stage <laughs> right um, but what how did you, like on a personal note I'm really curious like how did you actually change that mm -hmm. from a lesson to something legible how did how did you make it readable to to anyone that is not in your own brain yeah so it was um well I guess my, my one thing was I, the writing part, I wasn't as nervous about because I love to write. It comes pretty easily to me, um, but I was nervous about the content. So I spent so much time just diving back into commentaries and kind of almost like rethinking everything I had already written. Like, okay, is this just making sure this is actually like the accurate way to understand this? So um, for me, it was basically reviewing stuff from a few few years prior 
comparing its commentaries and just flushing it out again. And it was kind of weird because I, I think I taught it over the course of like 12 or 14 weeks. And then my Bible study has eight chapters. So I had to condense them and kind of break it up, um, the different passages and, and break them up a little bit differently. So that actually was a little bit harder um, for my logical outline brain to redo that. But I really, I took a lot of mornings. Um, I would work late. And so my mornings would be going to Starbucks, spending a couple hours, spreading out all my books and just that for some reason was just my sweet spot to really get stuff out of my head and have it make sense. And how did, how did it work working with a publishing company? Like, did they support you or were they kind of like, Hey, try to meet this deadline, talk to you in a few months. Uh, what was that angle of it like? Yeah, it, it was a, a great experience. And this, again, like I'm a newbie at all of this. Um, I certainly didn't expect to have this opportunity so young. So even if it was a bad experience, I probably would still have stars in my eyes and just be so thankful for that. Um, but I interned with the company um, right after college. So I worked very closely with the editor and the director. Um, so, you know, I already knew a little bit about their process on their end, um, having seen that. So that, that made it a little bit easier, I think. And then they were very gracious and just so good to work with. I, I actually got engaged to Scott, I think it was June, 2019. And then they, um, sent me the contract July, 2019. So that summer was like such a busy and exciting summer for me. And they were super flexible with the fact that I was getting married. So they let me choose a deadline that kind of gave me some extra time. So I didn't have to, you know, rush through all of that. Um, but yeah, they were great to work with like their edits to my manuscript and everything just, you know, made everything so much more polished. Um, and even I think the subtitle, um, I'm terrible with naming things like my own, if I write a poem or whatever, like I'm terrible at naming my own writings. So whatever I sent them, I said, I need help with this. And so they helped kind of fine tune what I already had, which was so, so great for me. That's really encouraging to hear that, you know, it's, um, it kind of demystifies, but in a positive way, you know, the, the lone author struggling. It's like, <laughs> no, you actually had a bit of a team. You weren't, you know, wondering every single month, like, is this any good? Because they'd be like, yeah, it's actually good. And, you know, tweak this, change that. And uh, mm -hmm. that's really cool. And it's cool yeah. that they were kind of laid back about it, in a sense, you know, and letting you pick your own dates within reason and adjust to real life. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they, they were wonderful to work with. I'm so appreciative. And which is the publishing house again? Regular Baptist Press. And that right. is the publishing arm of the GARBC. Very cool. Very cool. Which I'm sure a lot of us have heard of. Um, and that's really cool. Um, so tell us a little bit more about the book. Like what is kind of like the, the thesis statement and who is the audience? Yeah. So this is a, a Bible study. Um, definitely there's, it is kind of like a devotional too, but the intent of it is for women to get into God's word and kind of 
um, not just read about it, but do the work themselves to dig into scripture. So, you know, whether women use this on their own um, or with a church or a small group or something like that, um, my goal in writing it is definitely to get them into scripture and studying and, um, you know, kind of doing that for themselves. And the book of Titus in the Bible really that's the same premise of it almost like it's the Christians there being pushed to actually know true doctrine and sound doctrine, which is God's word and to apply it to their lives and live holy lives, you know, based on that. So, you know, it's super applicable to today, obviously in many areas, but, but yeah, so that's kind of my goal with the study um, for, for women. And why specifically women? if you don't mind me asking. So, well, because um, it was for a women's Bible study, which is regular Baptist Press's like best-selling line, basically. So that was what I kind of was encouraged to submit a proposal towards. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so that's why it's marketed specifically towards women. Um, obviously, it has so many truths for men and women. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the audience. And kind of going along with that, one of the things that I've heard many women our age complain about is um, you kind of have like theological books from like very nerdy men, or you have like these really, I don't want to use any specific titles, but these really like girl power woo woo raw like you're an all-star <laughs> jesus loves you because you're beautiful um does that seem true in your experience yeah um i think there's definitely a reason why women can be frustrated by um what's available and marketed to them and definitely there there's some wonderful and very solid resources out there for sure for women um but, but yeah, I mean, even for myself, like, you know, looking for a Bible study or a devotional, like it is hard to find something from a doctrinal standpoint that you trust that is helping you get back to scripture and not just, you know, like you said, giving you those positive statements that aren't really based on anything, um, which there's definitely a time and a place for those encouraging, you know, quick reads. Um, but, but yeah, there's definitely a void there. And it's interesting because I think Christian women are an audience that is extremely marketed to. I mean, it, it seems like there's constantly new products being offered for people like me. Um, so it's interesting that through that, there really, it seems to be hard to find like a, a really good resource. And so it's cool to see, you know, one of my own friends rising to fill that gap to meet that challenge and also like there's some other prominent ones that's going to be doing that as well um one that comes to my mind is jackie hill perry mm -hmm. who just released a book called holier than thou which i cannot wait to get my hands on because it sounds awesome you know talking about like god is literally holier than you step up um, that yeah. sounds really cool i really liked her book um gay girl good god and so it's cool to see you know this very much Chicago gangstery girl. Well, now, you know, she's a woman with like three kids, but uh, maybe four, I don't know. 
how many of the presses are cranking out now. But it's cool to see how the Lord is using her to really speak to everyone in a lot of ways and really tackle these serious issues and this large deficit and, you know, the, the Christian market. And it's cool to see a personal mm -hmm. friend that's part of that as well. Thanks. I'm definitely not on that level of uh, Jackie Hill Perry at all, but thank you. <laughs> so if you were to kind of summarize one thing uh, for the girls, the ladies listening, um, what would be one thing or one core idea that you hope that they get when they finish the Bible study? I think as cliche as it sounds, um, being challenged and motivated to dig into scripture for themselves. I think that I, I would love to see that happen in our churches. Um, and, you know, if my Bible study and my writing and my words are part of that, like, I would be so happy. But, um, but yeah, I think just, you know, again, it, it sounds cliche, but it's really so simple and it's straight from scripture. Like the book of Titus talks about there's sound doctrine and you're holding fast to that. And then you're applying it to your lives. You're being discipled, you're serving in your community. You're doing good deeds basically as a Christian. And you just think of, you know, if I apply that to my life, if I study God's word and made it a priority, and if I serve my community in those ways, like how would that change my community and change my church for the better? So I think if, if we all, you know, apply that individually. I just, you know, I, I would love to see, to see that happen across churches. That's, that's really well put. That's exciting. Um, by the way, the uh, viewer, listener, we are about to soon talk about the, the giveaway, the, the, give, the giveaway and explain the instructions about this so that you can check out this book for free. Um, we're going to quickly explain that. But even if you are not one of the winners, um, I would still recommend you to check out this book, um, you know, take this study along with her. And I know even though I'm a dude, I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on it and to reading it for myself. Um, not just because Haley's a friend, but um, also because it's so the, the idea is so important. And I think um, anyone will be able to gain some stuff out of this book. About how long do you think it would take? You mentioned that there are eight chapters. So is your idea to like take a week and a day or is this like an eight week thing how would you recommend using this devotional uh you really can use it how you need to um it's kind of written like you mentioned you know take a week per chapter and spend some time going through more slowly but if people want to go through a little bit faster or even a little bit slower like it's you can make it work for you all right. Awesome. So a lot of flexibility there. That's good to know. That's yeah. good to hear. And you also are starting a blog today, right? As long as everything went according to plan. Um, this yeah, episode well, is released the same yep. day as, as your relaunch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, that's part of my process moving forward with my writing. So I'm starting a new blog and a new site for my writing, um, hopefully to be a little bit of a creative outlet and a motivator for me in that, but also hopefully to put out some good resources for people as well. And what's the name? Where where can we go and follow along with it's that? It's very simple. It's just HaleyCleveland.com. <laughs> not like awesome. I said, I'm not good with names. So sticking with the basics. <laughs> 
And what kind of writings can we expect in HaveyCleveland.com? You know what? It's going to be a little all over the place in a good way. Um, I kind of thought about, do I want to make it very specific? But I've, you know, I have a variety of interests I like to write about. So I think you'll find um, probably some more Bible study, scripture um, focus type of writing, and then maybe also some thoughts on culture, Christianity. Um, I think you mentioned, you know, earlier to me, literature and just how do you think through things as a Christian, stuff like that. I love to interact with. So book reviews, um, kind of whatever comes onto my brain a little bit. <laughs> are you thinking about the next Bible study by Lehman or are you just like, <laughs> well, let's see how this one goes and we'll go from there. When I finished the rough draft, I was done. I, I said, I, I can't think of any big writing projects. And that was actually beginning of 2020. So I've been thinking a lot since then. And I have a couple ideas in my head. Um, nothing set in stone and certainly nothing, you know, with a contract or anything like that. But I definitely would love to move forward, maybe do an Old Testament book and challenge myself a little bit with that. So we'll see. <laughs> That's very cool. And uh, whenever you get your next contract, you know, let me know and uh, we can have you back on. That'd yeah. be very exciting. Um, so let's go ahead and let's talk about the giveaway. So first off, thank you for donating a free copy of your book. I think that this is going to be a really good blessing for whoever ends up winning. Um, so what you have to do, dear viewer or listener, you have to reach out to me through Instagram with a screenshot showing that, with two different screenshots. One showing that you have followed my YouTube channel, that you have subscribed to me on YouTube. And another screenshot showing or proving to us that you have subscribed to, for, the, for the email notifications, for the email updates to Haley's blog. Just those two things. Reach out to me through Instagram. That's going to be the best way to do this. Um, not my personal one, but you know the CMP Fry, the View from Peru. Reach out to us. Reach out to us there with you know those screenshots showing a subscribe on the YouTube and signing up for the newsletter for Haley's blog, and then your name will be entered into a raffle to receive the book and we will be announcing ah there it is <laughs> awesome yay and your name will be uh and then we will reach out to you we are hoping to do something live on the fourth to announce the winner uh more information about that will be forthcoming but we'll definitely make sure to reach out to you and figure out how to get that shipped out to you um the contest the raffle the giveaway will happen between Today, the 27th, and October 3rd, with the winner announced on the 4th. So I encourage you guys, I mean, who doesn't love a free book? I know I pick up all the free books I possibly can. My library is composed of mostly free books that I'll probably never actually read. I, I love them. I love to look at them. They look pretty on the shelf. I mean, hold up that cover again. Um, come on. Don't you just want that on your shelf, on your shelf somewhere? I mean, please read it. But I mean, come on, that's a cool book to just have lying around the house. I think, I think. Um, I think. 
<laughs> I would hope so. Um, so yeah, awesome, Haley. Um, anything, any other places where we can look, look out or reach out or actually, where do we buy the book? Let's, we haven't even talked about that. Do we need to go straight through uh, Baptist so, Press or is it on Amazon? Yep. So you can buy it online through regular Baptist Press um, on their online store. And I believe it is also available on Amazon. So you can also find it there. All right. Awesome. Thank you much. Thank you so much, Haley, for coming on. It was really good catching up. Yeah. And uh, guys, go check out this book. Go buy it, go buy it directly through uh, regular Baptist Press or through Amazon. And don't forget to sign up for the giveaway. Um, Haley, anything else? Um, any other way that we can pray for you, uh, follow you, anything like that? Thanks for asking. Um, I think just in general, like I'm so thankful and honored to be here sharing. Um, so thank you for that support. Obviously, my husband and I appreciate prayers for us. Uh, he works for his church. We love being involved in ministry in various ways. So we appreciate prayer as we move forward in that and whatever God has for us in the future. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Haley, thank you so much. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. And I really encourage you guys to check out her writing. I mean, even in college, she was a really great writer. So I know that this will not disappoint. And uh, yeah. All right. Awesome. Your grace amazes me. You love me constantly. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching this episode of The View from Peru. I am obviously the host, Chris Fry. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for all of you that were watching the video version of this. Let me know what you think. Did you like the video version? Did you not? Should we just stick with audio? I would love to hear your feedback. You can give that feedback through my email, cmfry427 at gmail.com, also Facebook and Instagram. In those places, I am found as Chris and Paula Fry, The View from Peru. So if you just search The View from Peru, you should be able to find find my wife and I on Instagram and Facebook. We would love to connect with you that way if we are not already. Also, please don't forget about subscribing to the YouTube channel. We are looking to do more on YouTube, so it'd be good to subscribe there so that you can see all those notifications. Hit the, hit the bell notification there as well. And also follow Haley's blog and then send me those screenshots for a chance to win Truth Adored by our guest today, Haley Cleveland. Thank you guys so much for everything. Um, thank you for all the support, the love, and the prayer. I hope that this was edifying and encouraging and interesting for you, and I hope that the Lord was glorified through the recording of today's episode. And I will see you guys in two weeks. In two weeks. So, should see you then. Thanks, and goodbye.